We are the Wanderers of Western Sydney and today one of my dear friends, my Lebanese brother Rob Shahady, how are you? Hello everyone, wow. I can't believe I'm on the Wanderers podcast. How good's that? Well, mate, we've been trying to get you for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Your I'd number been... has been off. Yeah. Has it? Yep. That's such a... <laughs> <laughs> That's a th- yeah, I'm not going to say anything. But no, I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Um, what a great club. What a great club the Wanderers are. What a, you know, the A-League was quiet until the, the, uh, the Wanderers came around. They put the A-League on the map. Could you believe it, how quickly it happened? Having covered sport for a long time and you've been around a long time yourself, the the rapid rise of the Wanderers is like something I've never seen. Yeah, well, the, the thing with sports, it's, you know, Australia's been dominated by, especially in New South Wales, is uh, uh, rugby league. Rugby union had a, had a, a good stint as well and they, they faded away a bit. But then Wanderers just, when they came on the, uh, on the scene, suddenly football... Is uh, is up there now? It's taking on all the all the big the big games. So um, and Wanderers, I put that down to the reason why the A League has become successful. There's nothing quite like being a Westie, is there? Like uh, I, I always trade on the fact. I don't trade on. I just tell the truth. Half Lebanese from Guildford, one of six kids, and and I think it gives you an advantage. Yeah, you're right. Uh, definitely, um, if you live in the West, I feel you're um, you're brought up to mix with others you're brought up to this community life family life multiculturalism I, I call it real australia that and you know also just getting around you know people from western sydney can travel to northern beaches or or the city and not get lost someone from the northern beaches traveling to western sydney will have no idea where they are did you have a surfboard strapped to your roof no i had an air mat <laughs> the old 80s ethnic style Lots about it. So when you, it's, yeah, you pumped it up, it was just a, an air mat. And then when you caught a wave, it just folded and buckled and you broke your back. That is interesting, the point you make, is that if you come from the West to somewhere else, you don't get lost because you're aware of where everything is. Yeah. We know how to catch, you know, I know how to, when I was a kid, I was catching trains from Parramatta to the city and going to time zone and the movies in the city. But do that vice versa, I'm, no way. That, that, seriously. It's very sad that people on the other side of, uh, you know, say the northern beaches, Sutherland Shire, in the city as well, have no idea what they're missing out on out west. Like people say to me, oh, I haven't been to Parramatta in a few years. Like, you think about it. They're only like a 30-minute drive. I haven't been to Parramatta in a few years. And Parramatta has changed massively. Like, it's amazing how good Parramatta... Parramatta is now the city, the central of Sydney. It's full of aspiration too, isn't it, the Wanderers? It, it, it gives... An opportunity for families to come to this fantastic stadium, and it also, you know, you've got two boys that love playing football. There's there's a real sense of we can be on Broadway. Yep, and that's a big thing for Western suburbs people. Of course, and uh, you know they just uh, I love just that family uh, that feel that you get when you go into the Wanderers, and uh, I, I love for me it's the entertainment of the the crowd, the cheering that that I love that. That's what I, I love passion. For me, passion is what makes sports, and um, and and that's probably what uh, put A League on the map. Wanderers came into the comp with passion, which was that real Australia, multicultural Australia, Western Sydney passion, and it it, it cut through, and uh, and here we are, and all the other clubs started copying. So, you know, I I'll give an example. Like when I when I pitched, here come the Habibs on Channel Nine. One of the things I said is, 
you're missing like the the, the things that succeed seem to be the ones that uh, have a have a big following that that passion that multiculturalism so you know wogs out of work acropolis now those shows were successful um you know fat pizza was successful you look at the underbelly series it was the uh, the one in the king's cross and the and the italian mafia style one in melbourne they're the ones that worked out of the ho- so anything ha- that has that multicultural feel it works but we, we kind of, i'm not saying that you know, there's all types of people that follow Wanderers, but that just that passion, we're passionate people. Like, for example, being Lebanese background, we're passionate people. And, you know, you just got to look at, you know, through NRL as well, uh, we have, we're passionate about certain clubs as well, and we get right behind them, so. And, and it's true, it is real Australia, isn't it? it yeah. That, that is what real Australia is. Mm-hmm. Some people who have their own, you know, things to push will define their Australia as different, but real Australia is this melting pot of a lot of things. That That's what the real Australia yeah, is. Yeah, when I say real Australia, I mean the good old dinky-dye Aussie, you know, the Aussie battler, you know, the Asian, the Indians, the, the Lebanese, the Greeks, everyone, everyone, anyone in the West with the big, you know, the big backyards and just living the Aussie dream. That is the Aussie dream. And uh, um, that that's what I call real Australia. What food would you like to see at Bankwest Stadium if, if you were going to write the menu? I'd love to see, I'd love to see a sausage roll, mm. open a piece of lead bread, Get a sausage roll, mm, like it, and then wrap, put sauce, and wrap it up. Wow. Yeah. What else? Well, you can do that with a meat pie as well. You can break, <laughs> you can break it in half, put it on the lead bread, and wrap. I mean, that's a good carb hit. So, you know, I'm up for that. And um, you know, I once said, I, 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 for Bunnings, for example, there was a big controversy about the onions falling out of the yeah. uh, the snags that they have, the sausage sizzle, and. Um, and, and I said, why don't you put it in lead bread? Because it's practical. Roll up the sausage in lead bread so it wraps around mm. the sausage and tuck it in at the bottom. No onions fall out. I'm a thinker. You are. You're an ideas man. Yeah. If I can quote the card. I love sliced bread. Don't get me wrrong. But, but you and I both grew up with lead bread. So there's always a loaf. And I'm at your place now yeah. and I just saw the, the, the loaf of lead bread there. There's always a loaf at my place and my kids love it as yeah. well. Vegemite and cheese. Apple and peanut butter, all sorts of varieties. You can even uh, you can you can mel- you can put it under the grill, melted cheese. It's beautiful. Homemade pizzas. Yeah. So where did life begin for you? Tell me a little bit about your childhood, where it started, your family, where they came from. So we uh, we my, well, you know I was born and brought up in a house in Westmead. Yeah. To the age of six, and then mum and dad moved to a place called Dundas, which mm. is now Oatlands. Yep. Better known as Lebanese Vaucluse. Yes. <laughs> if you go look at the houses there, massive. Um, and 35 years, my parents lived there, and then now they've now downsized. And um, but I'm still in the Parramatta area, North Parramatta. I'm still part so of. Where did they come from? Did, were your parents born here, or no? Born in Lebanon, both of them. Mm. And uh, dad came here late 60s. Mom came early 70s. So yeah. They would have come with pretty much nothing as well. They, 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 they did, you know, that's the story that people don't hear. They don't hear the story. Like my mother came from Lebanon uh, in the late 1930s as, as a little girl, there one of ten children, and they had nothing. They came here with full of aspiration and inspiration and a dream to make their lives and the people around them uh, and the place they've moved to a better place. Yeah, and, the, and they worked hard. Like my, I, my dad worked... Um, in the city during the day and then did night shift at Pendle Hill in the Bonds factory. So he was on about four hours sleep a day and uh, and did that for a while. So yeah, so they, they did work hard. But you know what? 
I now look at the new migrants, you know, we, we look at the Indian community. They're doing those tough jobs and, you know, the hard jobs that our parents did, you know. And, um, you know, a lot of our parents, you know, setting up milk bars and taxi drivers, we, you know, they all did that. Um, they all just did the tough jobs that the everyday person didn't want to do and, um, and they made a living. So that's the new migrants coming through and now doing that. So I love it. The, the, you know, the Greeks, most of them owned the milk bars, Yeah. Now they own the buildings that the milk bars are in. So, mm. you know, work hard and uh, that's where you get. What do you think it gave you? I, I often say that if I see any cornerstone of any success that I had, I look to my parents. My dad was the son of a wharfie and my mum, God rest her soul, came from Lebanon and we were six kids and we had to work every job to get any money because, you know, you had to work to get mm. money. And it was that sense of everything's achievable because, you know, this is where we started and it's a great family background but why can't we do this why can't you create here come the habibs why can't you pack us you know halls out with your comedy yeah well uh, you know they they taught us all that they taught us uh family values and how to respect people and, and you know and i hope you know the the new generation which are us who are you know people who are uh, having young kids can push those values onto those their kids, you know, because this day and age we seem to spoil our kids a lot. We forget to teach them the values of uh, uh, of hard work, and it doesn't hurt to tell a kid say no. You know, you can say no to them. They don't have to have every toy. You know, we used to, we used to look forward to Christmas for that one toy all year, but now kids are getting that toy every week. You know, it's Christmas every week for a kid. So, um, you know. Just got to work them hard, train them hard. You know, like with the times have changed. You know, we're teaching kids now that everyone's a winner and participation awards. I don't, I don't know if that's right. I don't know what you think, Timmy, but I don't know. I, I just think in life there has to be one winner. Oh yeah, and look, in business, in in everything, you you want to achieve to be the best. In your HSC, you want to be the best. Uh, in your sports, when you're playing, you know, you want to win. You know, the Wanderers don't go out there and go, oh, it's okay, we're all winners. We want to win. And the thing is that I see from what you're saying, and I really believe this, is that you may lose today, but you'll win tomorrow yeah. if you have the right attitude. But if everyone gets a ribbon every kind of day, where does the drive come That's from? That's right. It's, it's okay. We're saying it's okay to come second or third or fourth. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just... Good luck to the new generation if we keep going this way. Well, it's a bit like knocking on doors, isn't it? Because you run your own business. I, I do myself these days. And 10 of them are going to not open for you, the doors. But if you don't knock on the 11th, that could open. That's that kind of thing. Yeah, well, it? the squeaky... The, what is it? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Mm. If you keep annoying, or not annoying, but you keep knocking on doors, you're going to get that oil, you know? Well, you know. Uh, so, But you've got to look at the up-and-coming sports person in Australia. A lot of them expecting everything just to happen for them overnight. Mm. from tennis players to soccer players to they, they expect they, they're very spoiled they're very spoiled I mean when I, I played rugby not many people yeah, know this played Australian schoolboys. yeah I played Australian under 19s and got to under 21s and one step from Wallabies and you know and it was hard it was hard work but you know we went on we went on big contracts I was getting $500 a win we had to win at club rugby to get paid so you know now some of these guys are you know getting tens of thousands of dollars um, straight out of school. And that's the difference. We had to, I had to work a little bit hard to get to where I got to in rugby. So You weren't a halfback? No, not a sneaky halfback. 
No, have you seen the size of me? You don't get a body like this in salads. In the back row. Yeah. <laughs> now, no, we are the Wanderers of Western Sydney. Today we're talking to Rob Shahady, of course, a dear friend of mine. And we're both uh, of uh, both Catholics, Maronite. Uh, my mother was Maronite. You're both your parents Maronite? Uh, Dad, Orthodox, Mum, Maronite. But, you know. Same thing. Brought up mainly the Maronite way, but yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. But uh, what about the facility out at, at, at Blacktown? Um, oh, that's amazing. Sydney Wanderers. You've been out there? Well... I went out there. I have the grass looks amazing. The amount of fields out there. Like if I was a if I was a cow, I'd love to be out there. I'd graze all day. Like it's just there's about what eleven or twelve beautiful looking ovals. Um, they've got a great center out there, center of excellence. And um, I guess they're they're investing in the future of Western Sydney and um, you know holding a lot of gala days there and uh, junior junior development squads and so. It's a great facility, and uh, it's great. And we'll see that convert into, hopefully, uh, some great players coming through the Wanderers. Well, we've explained it in the past as the fields of, fields of dreams. Of course, we know the Kevin Costner movie, and it is a bit like that, isn't it? It's something that Western Sydney can be really proud of. Yeah, so if I was a young player and, and I've been given a scholarship to go with the Wanderers and walk, you know, just to go there every day, it, it would, would be inspiring. So they, they've done well there. They've come a long way, the Wanderers, just for a couple of years. They haven't been in the comp too long, have they? No. So it's, uh, you know, what they've achieved, so it's good. It's good. That's great community behind them as well. Yeah, yeah, onward and upward. Sport's funny too, isn't it? Do you get, do you get much of your comedy from sport? Oh, there is. There is some, you know. One of my favourite things, that, well, one of the funniest things I see at stadiums is there's always that one person that gets a phone call from a friend who's in the stadium. Hey, I'm over here. Look, look. Oh, wave, wave. The guy's on the other side of the stadium. Wave, wave, wave. <laughs> Next thing, he's standing up. They're standing up. Big commotion trying to get each other's attention. And in the end, what have you achieved? You've just achieved that you're sitting over there. Okay, I can see you. All right, bye, bye. He's on the phone. Bye, I'll, I'll see you later. And hangs up. And I'm looking, what? The? He spent five minutes watching you guys instead of the game, trying to work out where you're sitting. It doesn't do anything, you know. And after time, someone will say, yeah, I've got you. I'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's always one person pushing harder than the yeah. other, isn't Where it? Where are you? I'm sitting on the left of the post. Which post? You know, the the uh, the North Paris side or the, you know, the Guildford side? It's like, oh, just don't worry. Just watch the game. <laughs> so next time, Wanderers fans, you go to a game, I'm sure you'll see that happen. The other thing is um, ethnic humour, you know. And most people who are self-deprecating, people... People find them endearing. There's an endearing quality if you can take the mick out of yourself. And you do some great stuff across all sorts of ethnicities, Australians of all sorts of backgrounds. Yeah, so I, I touch on all the nationalities. Um, I, no one gets past me. Um, all, all the stereotypes. Um, that's what. That's the beauty of uh, well, the comedy I do is is it's mainly about stereotypes. You know where. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here's Rob Shahady. Yeah, well, I can't give away too much of my comedy, but um, can you give me a minute's worth. Well, I can just well I can talk about you know well, what are the Greeks famous for? The Greeks are famous for for not letting go of their money. You know they'll hold it tight. You know their wallets. Be careful, our bosses. I know the big boss is Greek. And, and we need to talk to him because I feel like if we do cash deals at the stadium, we'll get more people in. Um, he does a great jo- job, JT. Yeah, Johnny, he does. So, the, yeah, you know, they, they've got the Croatians, the Macedonians, the the, 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 the Serbs, the, you know, they, they're fiery people. Everyone's got, you know, a different stereotype. The Italians, they're very short. Um, I think we need booster chairs at the stadium for the Italians to sit on just so they can see. 
So you know what I mean? Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. we just that's the beauty of it. And and we you know, ethnic comedy, it's been happening for years and um, we love well, just... As you say, the Indians are starting to, to encroach on a bit of that comedy as well because uh, Indian, the Indian culture, particularly around local cricket, I know I know where my son plays and I love seeing because I've spent so much time in India covering cricket for Channel 9 and, and they love a laugh. Yeah, they do. And, and I've, you know, it's very hard to crack that Indian market but I found that the, here come the Habib. Suddenly, when I walk through... I'm getting a lot of Indian... People of you know Indian background coming up to me and saying hello, and and, and even the Asian market too. So you know that that's a big market, the Indian market. So I, I feel it'd be good to kind of um, I don't know, like target them, try to get them to games. You know, I remember when I was working at the Parramatta Eels, that was one thing I brought up. Such a big Indian market around Parramatta, Westmead, Wentworthville. Why are we bring? Why are we targeting them? Giving them tickets, come watch a game. You know, because if they like something, that's the thing with cultural groups. If they like something, they'll get right behind it. I don't know. That's an untouched market there. What was Fat Pizza like? It was just crazy. The show was crazy. Working on it was crazy. It was like, a, it, for me, it was, uh, it was a wild ride. Um, something I didn't expect. I fell into it as, as an accidental, I became an accidental actor. Um, not something I, I wanted to do when I left school. Um, just got kind of pushed into it just to be a, in one scene and, and then, you know, the rest is history. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, it was it was before the time of social media and and um, you know Facebook and all that stuff. So a lot of it was you know we didn't even have like smartphones back then. So I'm just I wish we did because I would have captured some great memories on tours and you know I met some amazing people as well. Worked with amazing people. It it, it shook Australia, but these days we, we get shocked very easily now. Uh, every day you're getting a message on WhatsApp. You look on your social media. There's a video of someone or something. It, it, you know we're getting very things are getting getting immune to seeing people get hurt or shocked or you know that's that's the thing now it's very hard to come out with shows that have a shock value about it what about rebel wilson like, yeah, she's, she's done well. one of the, the superstars superstar of and started there yeah well we uh she started with fat pizza and she's a westie yeah she's a she went to tara worked at castle towers yeah castle hill girl so you know she's we, we you know we made her famous of course and she's in Hollywood. <laughs> and where am I? Well, you're in, you're you're in North Parramatta. Yeah, we're in Parramatta. <laughs> so, now good on her. She's, she's done very well. And, but she was always destined. You know, she, she did acting schools. And, and she, she was, you know, she was an, an actor from, from day one. Uh, like I said, I, I just fell into it. Well, you fell into it because you had ability and you had aspiration, inspiration, all those things. And I remember chatting with you because we've known each other quite some time now. Before Here Come the Habibs came off and, and we were talking and you guys had this idea. And, and, and what was it like for, for it to come off? And well, well, there was two series of it and it was very successful. Proud, proud very proud. It's not, <laughs> I never expected this. And, and, and I'll go back to before... Like, Here's a lesson to any of the kids listening. Like, if someone gives you an opportunity, as much as I thought, oh, this is hokey. What's this? Sh-? I'd never heard of this show. It hadn't even. It wasn't released. It was on SBS back then. SBS. What's this? You're talking about Fat yeah, Pizza. Fat Pizza. Yeah. Back then, uh, you know, a lot of households could even pick up a good reception of SBS. This is before like Foxtel and all that. So, what 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 was SBS famous for in the old? Uh, it was fa- it's famous for world movies late at night. You know those Romanian ones that your dad <laughs> used to watch. <laughs> You know, and he wouldn't even read the subtitles. He didn't care about the rough subtitles. He just wants to see the chicks. Um, but yeah, like so I just the lesson there is: any opportunity comes your way, you take it. And I took it, and something came out of it. And 
And then Habib's that opportunity there was, uh, you know, to see the first episode get 1.2 million people watching. It was massive. Like, that's what Married at First Sight gets and Ninja Warrior, the big shows. You know, and at the moment, we've got dramas and TV shows only getting 400,000 and 500,000. So that was massive to have 1.2 million. And once again, that's real Australia being fed something that they like. And they come out and they get passionate about it. And they watched it. And they watched it week in, week out. We got Logan nominated for second series. It was, you know, we're ready to do a third series, but we had a new boss come in at Channel 9, as you know, Tim. And uh, hopefully we can knock on his door and say, hey, how about a third series? Because it wasn't it. Could you could can can you see a life for a third and fourth? Well, yeah, yeah. Like we we you know one of my dreams was to film an episode in Lebanon. That was uh, that was one of my you know we we had that open as an opportunity and um. Oh, but that, but that's business and it's it's their decisions. That's and right. Like, and it's you know I, I, things have come and gone to me and I I don't hold any uh, grudges. But, it, but one thing you you have to always think and it gets back to this Western Sydney and where you grew up is that you know where a door closes, a window opens. I know that was a quote from The yep. Sound of Music, but you just keep moving, don't you? And, and an opportunity that might close here, there's something that that's will right. open up here, and you you have to be always thinking that. And that, that's pretty much at the core of, of the Western Sydney philosophy. That's right. So, you know, I, I'm, not just, I'm not dwelling on the past. No. Um, we did it. Ta, you know, like Tahir was part of it, you know, helped me with that as well. And uh, we, we, we made it happen. And uh, we're proud and it's time to move on. And yeah, but TV, making TV is very hard. It, it didn't happen overnight. It took me from, you know, t- from us walking into an office and giving the idea to putting it on TV. It was, it was like a four-year period. Mm. That's a long time. So just like, just like football and training and, you know, you got to train. That's like we worked hard for four years and we finally got it on TV. So same as uh, soccer. You know, you're not going to leave school and walk straight into an A-League team. You've got to work hard. You've got to train hard. Yeah, and the door's not closed. Who knows? Here come the Habibs. Might just fly mm-hmm. out from the left-hand side. That's of it. right. Everyone thinks Tahir's a leb as well, don't they? Like, he trades on. I know he's a Turk, but a lot of people think he's a leb. Yeah, well, he, that was just the character he played in Fat Pizza. So he just, his name was Habib in it. So people automatically just, I guess, owned him as a leb. Um, and then the way the scripts were written. So, but anyway, what can you do? It's like, you know... It's like people, Sylvester Stallone plays a John Rambo. It doesn't mean he's walking around the streets with a gun and shooting up people. Well, like it's mm. an actor, you know. If I had to act as a, if you want me to act as an Italian, I'll act as an Italian. Yeah, if the money's right. Yeah, exactly. How <laughs> <laughs> you can live, Rambo, day by day. Yeah. But, but, but we're both proud of our Lebanese heritage, very proud. And, and often uh, it's misunderstood, isn't it? Because yeah, there's a representation by a small few that has a reflection on the larger community, and I think that's changing. I, I think it's changing. Oh yeah, it's changed a lot, and, and you know. But I, th- I th- believe it's part of the. S- it's sad, but that's the system here. Every culture has to go through that kind of bashing in a way. And uh, you know, the Italians got it, the Greeks copped it, the Lebanese copped it. I feel in the last five years, it's the Lebs aren't copying it anymore. I feel you know now we're going to move on to the new migrants. There's new migrants coming through. It's sad that as a, as you know, people in the media and just I don't know, I don't know how it works, but there's been a lot of successful Lebanese people. Lebanese oh, Australians, heaps. extraordinary heaps. You look at like uh, I know he was a great uncle of yours, Nicholas Shahadi. 
Uh, you think oh. of him and Marie he, Bashir, he, he, his wife, and that's just two people. Yeah, well, he captained the Wallabies in the 50s. A, Lebanese, a guy from Lebanon captaining the Wallabies in the 50s. That's massive. Then he became the Lord Mayor of Sydney, and then his wife was a governor in New South Wales. And then there's heaps of one of the most successful Victorian premiers was Lebanese. Um, Steve Brax. Steve Brax, yes, correct. So a very successful, successful businessman, John Simons. And the list goes on and on, and there's heaps of them. Oh, there's heaps. There's a lot of undercover ones too. And you know, not everyone uh, is promoted or is known in the media, mm. but a lot of them are down. You know, on the download. You're one of them, for example, Tim Gilbert. I remember meeting there's a lot of people. Go, Tim Gilbert. How can you be Lebanese? Yeah, Gilbert- don't you have a mother? Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember meeting you at Paris Stadium, and you mm. told me, and I was like, "What? I couldn't believe it." And that's where we became. We became friends. I remember giving you a DVD from Lebanon. We love DVD that I did from oh, yeah, from the Enmore Theatre days. Um, yeah, but that's the thing, and and suddenly, like it's we looked out, we looked out for each other for years, We've, mm. we, and that's that's our our upbringing. Yeah. You know, you, our doors. That's what I love about our our culture is we open our doors to people and come on in and we feed you and we fatten you up. Well, I, I, I checked before you do have some lead bread and some garlic sauce. So we're we're nearly wrapped up. We've got to have a wrap. We have a nice Lebanese. You you have a different name. There's different terminologies. We're going to make a lafe, which is a roll, a roll of yeah. I've got chicken schnitzel, a bit of lettuce, a bit of thum, which is garlic. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're no. frothing. Look at you frothing I'll, at I'll the lips. Drinking water all <laughs> afternoon. Um, but uh, just getting back to the Wanderers, as we wrap it up. You you and Jazzy and the kids. Love going, don't you? Just be, yeah, being love in the it. crowd. Love the Wanderers. They're, uh, they always make us feel welcome, and um, and I love it. And, I, and I've got my Kappa. I love my, my Kappa Wanderers jacket. It reminds me of the old school, you know. It's wearing my tracksuit jacket. I love it. And I just love the, the, the passion there. And, and don't, don't, don't stop the passion. The fans out there, don't stop. Keep cheering for your team because I've seen it in the NRL. I saw it happen to the Bulldogs. Um, you know, they, they try to... They, they try to stop the passion of the Bulldogs fans and, and, and in a way they have stopped them. Um, they're not as loud and proud as they used to be, the Bulldogs. It's only when they make the finals. So don't stop that passion. Cheer, get behind your team, go hard and, um, and that helps them on the field too. And finally, what's your message to young people of Western Sydney? What's your, what's your message? What's the Rob Shahady message? Everything is possible. You just got to you don't. You just got to get out in life. You meet people. I, I believe if you keep meeting people and networking, something will come your way. Um, that's my brother told me that. Just get out there. Keep keep ringing people that you know and keeping in touch. And like I said before, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Um, everyone's got a, everyone's got gifts and talents. You just got to find it and uh, and 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 study. If you can study, go for it. And, you know, I was the face of TAFE Western Sydney. Nothing wrong with TAFE. TAFE will get you out in the, in the workforce quicker and you'll start making money quicker. Don't, you know, the old ethnic parents always feel you've got to go to uni. Yeah, must go to uni, must go to uni. It's not always the way. Do what's right Do for what's you. right for you and, and, and make, a li- make a living early, you know. Work hard early and then you can enjoy life later. I know your mates want to party and go out and so on, but uh, it's work hard now and, and life will be easier later. We are the Wanderers of Western Sydney. Rob? Thanks for being today's Wanderer. Shoot goal. Thank you very much. Rob Shahady.